Welcome to Romance with a Cocktail. I'm Peter. And I'm Ashley. And we're married! Today we're going to be talking about Partners in Crime, a novel by Alicia Ray. Is that how you say her name, Ray? I think so. Ray. Ray. Um, so first impressions, what did you think? Well, it's fun. It's more like a, I think I called it a caper novel than anything we've read because it was more like a mystery that they were trying to figure out Mm -hmm. than it was just a boy meets girl, girl meets boy. They fall in love story. Um, and they had already known each other. So it was fun. It was definitely light. Like this one was a very quick read. I think I read it in one day. Yeah. You know, and then for once, I wasn't even trying to finish it. Like at the last minute, I have actually finished it on Monday of the week. So, yeah. yeah. Like so, you've the had day a lot, after I chose a lot it. of time to really ruminate, let it, you know, you know, yes, let my thoughts marinate, I yeah. guess. Um, so, yeah, it was fun. Good. Um, again, not a lot of drinking in this novel. Uh, there was a fair amount more than some of the novels don't have any drinking. Right, so none at all. So this one, I guess, had a little one, bit. I mean, was in Las Vegas. It had. It was set in a scene where there was drinking going on, and also but they the, weren't really the main character. The male lead has to go to detox because he's right. An so alcoholic. he, but he's been sober. Yeah, but I mean, so there's so there's a there lot of mentions. it's around it. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and so what do we have today? We have an aviation. Okay, an aviation. And I've right. also heard this called aviator. I'm not sure which, what to call it. Hmm. But I mean, you mentioned it to my sister, right? And she knew aviation. Well, she said it was her favorite. Right. Apparently. She was really into making cocktails for a while when she lived in Atlanta. Yeah. So she would know. So, this is a gin, sort of a fruity uh, gin drink with lemon and uh, maraschino liqueur. Okay. Mm, it's like candy. Oh, is it? It it's doesn't taste. Yours tastes like candy. Yeah, like a sour candy. Oh, I guess it does a little bit. A little yeah. bit, like not like a super sweet, but like a sour, like yeah, tart. Yes, which fits the novel, I uh, think. Candy. Yes, because you know it's a pretty sassy novel. I would say. Is is it sassy? I thought so. So is this the uh, episode where we're going to talk about? how sex plays into romance because that was very prominently featured. I'm not sure there was much romance featured in this at all, really. I don't know if I would say that. I mean, oh, we haven't really even talked about what happens in the novel, but it's, I mean, you know, she's looking for someone and she's been working with a matchmaker, but she has a lot going on in her past and it's hard for her to, get close to someone, but she's Mm -hmm. able to get close to him. And, you know, they're, they like save each other Mm -hmm. and they love each other. Um, and they're looking like they're looking out for each other. They see each other. They're able to talk to each other in a way they're not able to talk to other people. So there's some romance in there. Mm. Um, there are, but and there are only really two sex scenes. I mean, there's a lot of lustful thoughts in yes. a novel. Yes, like, there's a lot of lingering glances and things. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Um, well, you get the sense that, uh, well, I don't know. It, you tell me, was there, was there an emotional connection? Did that feel authentic that there was an emotional connection between the characters? I mean, by the end it did. It felt authentic. Well, you kind of had it set up that they were already connected before. Mm-hmm. That if she hadn't had all these fears and worries, that they would have ended up married mm-hmm. if she hadn't run away when they had dated, when the matchmaker set them up. That they were actually a good match to begin with. Yeah. So maybe without that, it would have been hard because... So to me, it, it's missing the essential romance part of the romance novel. What do because, you mean? Because, okay, so... The romance was when they were first together, and maybe she got cold feet and ran off. But that's when the romance happened. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, there was something that happened in the past, so don't worry about it. It seems quick, but this is like actually built on a foundation of six months of them being together, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's it. Sort of the that's idea. kind of the idea. So I thought so that it's because missing it's missing like, the it's romance. What, like one night? The actual time of the novel? Is it like one night? It felt like a I very think it's short like, time frame. Yeah. yeah, at most it's a little bit more than 24 hours, but it, right. it's very short. Well, they do um, end up like sleeping together and then actually sleeping, remember, and waking up. So it might have been a couple so of days. So that's true. So maybe it was two days. But I think they only did that once. Yeah, yeah. Two, two or three days tops. Yeah, and so I remember at the end thinking, wow, that was really quick if you're thinking about romance and love. But they had this six months to build on. So to me, so that's interesting. So was the romance in the novel or was the romance sort of like something that they said had happened and you just had to trust that it had happened? Well, the one major thing for romance is that he fought the bad guys with her. Fighting, not the fought, fighting, not physical fighting. Like he stood by her as they tried to like solve the mystery of the crime and like protect her, and she protected him, and they were in it together. Yeah, and he did that with her, even when he wasn't sure that he still loved her. So that's romance. But yeah, other than that, yeah, probably the romance is all like prior to. The novel. Well, I, so they do something together, and then they they tell each other their deep dark secrets. Mm-hmm. He went to rehab. She had a messed up family. Yeah, I mean more than messed up, but yeah, a yeah. criminal family. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean they interact with her friend. Like we see her. You know, she had already met the family. And, I mean, you get the sense, like, in this, in the, like, culture around him and the matchmaker aspect, like, the fact that she had met his family prior to the novel, and we get the flashbacks of that, mm-hmm. like, meant that they were on the road to marriage because mm-hmm. it was very traditional. Right. So, you know, you get that, and, you know, she talks to his mom. His mom likes her. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I mean, but I would agree. There's not a lot. I remember when I was reading it, I was kind of like, well, this is more like a crime, whodunit to people, like... 
Had you read this before? No, this is new. I've read her other books. Okay. But I'm trying to... Her other books, plural? You've read many books? Oh, yeah. It's interesting. Have you read her bio? Just her wiki bio, for example. Mm -mm. No. She's um, regarded as an erotica novelist. Well, I told you (laughs) that um, she's shifting, clearly, because I read... She has this one series. Which one? Modern Love. And Uh it's like... A little bit, one of the novels is a little bit racy, but the third one, there's no sex at all. It's like a devout Muslim woman, and they, like, I think maybe kiss in the novel, and that's it. So, like, she's, but I picked up, because I liked the first of those, so I was like, oh, she's written other things. I told you, they were much more much racier so that kind of makes sense like i was like wow this is a world i don't even know about oh it's a world you don't know about tell me more i don't know if i need to get into it let's just say that the women in her stories are very liberated sexually a world you don't know for example lots of toys and no <laughs> Threesome. Oh, that's weird. Well, I don't, we should, it's not to our taste. I don't know. But there is a world out there where people are into it. Clearly, because I think some people would like her to go back to that type of writing more. Because this one, although there was certainly, there were certain scenes it there was I mean it was mostly about like solving the crime. Well, it would be hard to write a romance novel if you're inviting third people into the bedroom. That would be a, an interesting romance novel. I would agree. <laughs> well, let me just <laughs> that, say that that would that would certainly break the sort of the Oh, the type. she definitely breaks your expectations. So, but I don't know, maybe those aren't even considered romance. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It'd be be hard to They're not rom-coms. understand how that happened. But um. well, you know, it's again it's about like accepting the people for who they are and what they desire. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> well, I have like opened your mind, huh? Or oh, like well, well, blown it a little I mean, bit. I'm just wondering if if this is if this meets your criteria as a romance novel. Well, I wouldn't say this was erotica though. Neither I mean, it was I. a story. But I wouldn't necessarily, I would say, I mean, it has a romance element, but it's more like a movie where they have gratuitous sex. Like, I, did you think it was really gratuitous? I mean, they like. There, there were some descriptions. We'll get to it later. I'll, I'll read the description for you. I mean, and you'll tell me whether you thought it was gratuitous or you thought it was a tasteful description of, of the male lead's member. You're always making note of that. Um, Well, it's not in every novel. Okay. But there were other things that were described, and I'm curious. But, I I mean, it's still a romance novel. Does it do romance that well? I don't know. It wasn't... It was an easy, fun read, like, because it was just so crazy. Like, you know, they're, like, running through Las Vegas trying to stay alive. All these, like, criminals are... It, it does feel like maybe like a Netflix action movie or something mm-hmm. um, that we would have watched. Only in Netflix, like, it would have ended up like either the woman or the man was, like, really in love with someone else or something. And they were plotting, you know, because there's, like, it's always got a twist. But it felt like a movie more than it felt like yeah. a really 
Like, it was not a deep romance, for sure. Right? But, I mean, the romance was... Well, if you're going to call something a romance novel, I don't know that it was central. It was. It was all about them getting together. All the crime and hijinks and things were still ultimately in service of them being together. And yet it didn't really show the romance. It really said that I mean, the we romance did discuss, happened it's, previously. It's kind of hard to show romance when you're running for your life from evil criminals. Well, Mortman did it. Well, Mortman was setting it against, like, not just, like, evil criminals, but, like, evil world dominion political foes. Uh, well, I'm just saying. Well, hers was a little more cerebral. A little more, mm. you know, yeah. emotional pull, country, all mm. that. This one, again, yeah, it was, you could definitely see this, like, a movie, like, a couple that had been together, but then, like, hated each other, even though that, it wasn't like they hated each other, mm-hmm. um, is thrown together because one of them gets caught up in a crime, and then they have, like, a whole day and night of trying to get away from these criminals and figure out what happened. And then over the course of that day and night, they realize that actually they love each other and they want to be together. It's in, I mean. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of Indian flavor in it. I mean, the, it's an Indian the couple writer. is an Indian. And they're Indian, couple. right, an Indian family. Um. But it really didn't feel, it was not as Indian as the marriage game, which was very much about like showing. But I thought that was, that didn't, that I kind of thought was interesting. Like there were little mentions, like the, his family, his grandfather, his grandfather, and like how he was like a part of this community. And then the Mm -hmm. matchmaker was in like the aunties. That's like a very, at least seeming from the romance novels part of. Indian mm-hmm. romance and love and marriage. But it they were they're Indian, both of the characters, and they're having this adventure and the people they're interacting with, like, isn't that enough? Like, does it have to be only about showing the culture? It's just like these are Indian characters. No, I was and just I think saying. that's like but yeah, it didn't have the same like, let me show you the culture as some of the other books. But I right. think that's okay. This is it's just a like a romantic caper mm-hmm. novel yeah. with Indian characters. Yeah. Um, and then the lead is an alcoholic. Recovering alcoholic. Recovering mm-hmm. alcoholic. They sort of th- throw some stuff in. One thing that's interesting is he decides that AA is not for him. Yeah. But he'd rather go to a therapist. And that's one of the first things that she lays out in the beginning of the novel says uh there's this whole sort of speech there's a lot of a little bit too much telling and not enough showing in this and i'll read some of those passages but like naveen knew that he was incredibly lucky to have a family who prioritized and cared about his mental health he had many friends he had many a friend whose immigrant parents and grandparents didn't check in with them as often. And so I actually like that, but that becomes a little essay-ish, you know? 
Right. Is there a way that it could have been shown without Yeah, there's told. a little bit of that. Like At the same time, she's trying to show these important ideas. For her, I'm thinking, like, these are her, probably... Her, the writer? Yeah. Don't you feel like those... Like, I thought some of these things were like, these are important to her. These right. little ideas. Well, then she, and then, she like, has that's... a lot of talk about mental health mm-hmm. and, like, therapy. going to therapy and um, how he and his parents were good on that but she wasn't she you know she was closed off and cold mm-hmm. um. but I mean what about the characters themselves yeah he was a recovering alcoholic but I mean it was kind of interesting because he didn't it wasn't like major traumas he just was drinking a lot both in his work. It was work pretty major. I mean, his... he got a DUI, remember? No, but like he, but how it got to that point. He was just like, it was, yes, he had like, you know, the fallout with his brother, but also he was just drinking a lot at work and he was going through stuff at home. And so he was just drinking more and drinking more. And then it became like, it was like mm, a kind of like a very a gradual. Yeah, it felt very real, I guess, to me. Like it was just, you know. Yeah, that, that may be. It doesn't sound unusual. Right. That's what so. I thought. But, you know, in a lot of romance novels, it's like, uh, it's more dramatic than that. Yeah. I, you know, I don't like other romance novels. I like it better when it's just like a person is a tapestry of different, like, experiences and things that have happened that they've done that have been done to them. Because that's real life. Real life people are complicated. Mm-hmm. And, have a lot of different reasons for being the way they are. I don't like the ones that hold out like one big right, thing that right. happened. That's what well, that's what I was saying. That dictates right? their whole life. Like I don't I, that just doesn't ring true to me. And so like that one thing that they can't get over. And right. so I don't think she did that. So she mm-hmm. was delicate enough that she was like, well, this is a thing that happened, but it's not like something that controls his life. It wasn't even really something because he's got a good family that ruined his life in the first place. You that's, know? Well, that's what I was thinking. And it was like, but he, he it became a problem. Yeah. And he had the support of his family. He made a major change in what he was doing. Um, and so he was like coping with it. Yeah. You know? And then after that passage I just read, it says, still they were clumsy about they were so clumsy about it. Like his family was clumsy about it. Well, you can see that, right? Like (laughs) that's probably true. Yeah. (laughs) Then after that, uh, Myra took the gold backing from him and tried to calm the ragged beat of her. I swear. I know. Raggeds in every, I was was like, it's, it's again. It's like, uh, it's like a signal to the reader. This is a romance novel. I, it's, I haven't read Ragged in so many novels. I'm not sure Are I've read sure Ragged. Are you sure you're not just noticing it? Look, I'm telling you, it's a it's a romance novel thing. Well, now you know Ragged. Because people always think it's like turgid or something. But I bet you haven't read that. Because that's like never in romance you, novels. You told me about but the turgid ragged. member. I didn't tell you about that. You that's told me what, about no, the turgid there's member. No way I told you about you that. Told I would me. never have told you something like that. Did I read it when, when I was like flipping open one of your romance novels? How I do I know like about a, the I think it's member? like a joke in society, like popular culture, that that's oh. what they're about. Because, like, notice you haven't read that; you've read Ragged. So there's more. Well, there there's a turgid member. We'll get. Well, they to don't that use later. that word. 
Definitely they, don't. They use the word massive. <laughs> well, I mean, massive is different. <laughs> That's true. And I don't think they use the word member either. She uses the word fuck a lot. What do you think about that? Do you think that's a good... I think that's like a modern sensibility. Like using that is somehow like cool and sexy. Because <laughs> it is in a lot of modern. There and is, it's always like a turn on to people. When there is something word. weird like when they're being intimate that they have a lot of conversation. Did you notice that in their intimate scenes? Yeah, but I don't mind that. You don't? Like talking while getting but, intimate. Oh, or you mean using a lot of words to describe what you're doing. I thought you meant like joking Not only that, but like, being like, will you call me a good girl? Please call me a good oh, girl. Oh, no, that is Do you surprising. remember that one? Yeah, that, there's, um, <laughs> you're right. There is like more of that. <laughs> that was kind of um, interesting. I kind of enjoyed that. That made me chuckle a little <laughs> bit. No, that's not what I thought you meant. I like it in books when people are like laughing and playing around and like talking, but not like that kind of talk, like just talking and having conversation. Mm -hmm. That I like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's another quote. You're right. Her words were rusty, which I like rusty. That's an interesting word. Well, don't you think that. that's like words are rusty. like it's hard to get them out because yeah. like you're not it's used to like saying you getting them out? Yeah, using and them. goes on to say, which told her she hadn't quite recumber- recovered from his touch or the memory of his tongue, which is like in italics. okay. So it's interesting that you say that because I thought yes, there were two like major sex scenes in the novel, but. It was more that they just kept, from the beginning, they were constantly remembering. Like, they're just going about their business, and all of a sudden, either of the main characters will just remember this, like, very explicit moment from the past. Mm -hmm. That was what I thought was, like, a lot. There was a lot of that from the beginning. Mm -hmm. They were constantly, like... Was that what you were shocked about? Well, no, it was when more you, the, oh, but that I, that when I started reading those were memories, but I was like, they're so short. It'll be fine There's for only Peter. one sex scene. Is I there only that. one? I thought there were two. There were two? I think there are two. Maybe there are two. But okay, so we haven't even talked. I would have thought you'd have brought this up. This is the first novel where they're not like, like what society would say is like the like standard, like model-esque look. What are you talking about? You're talking about the fact that they, like, get told by the model when they go to the... I guess it's not a spoiler. They end up at a strip club no, in Las not, Vegas. Yeah. Well, first, and she they, is round. She's not that round. She goes... The, the lady says you could lose 10 pounds. That's not... But she's described repeatedly as round. So she's like a very curvy woman. And he even yes, says, but then, oh, she had put on some, like he thinks she had put on some weight since they saw her. Now he likes the weight she put on, but like that he had. So that's like repeated. And she can't well, fit. And I mean, what I thought of is like the towel doesn't fit all the way around her curve when yeah. she's in the hotel. Well, there is one part where they say, was that this novel? I think it was this one. It's got to be. How do I remember it from the last one? Um, Where she says something like, they don't, have bras in my size yeah it's her yeah, yeah. that's what i mean she's the first one and then 
she even likes his like belly pooch. Specifically, pooch. He she calls it a <laughs> I don't pooch. Think she calls it a pooch, I don't but think that's so. it's like a rounded belly. That's well, what it's not. Like it's he's not thin. A six pack. It's not a six pack. Right. Yeah. Well, that's. It. I mean, there is the they end up in a strip club and they end up like trying to be staff at the strip right. club, like pretending to be staff, and in doing so. Um, the bosses in the club notice the differences. They're like, oh, well, he's not quite the right type and she's not quite the right type. But you get the sense that, like, first of all, he's, like, he's big and tall and Yeah, yeah. And you get the sense that she is, I mean, the lady says you could stand to lose 10 pounds. 10 pounds is not. No, but so she's not a regular like store. Huge. No, she's not. She's just more rounded, more like curvier and then, than. So was the remember my favorite scene from the Marriage Game where they oh, cut that's the shape, true, that's the true. shape she holder had the thing on her shapewear. Shapewear. On. I, that's still, still the best my favorite scene. sex scene ever. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. <laughs> like trying to roll it off. <laughs> so great. I just love that. Um. It was hot. That's hot for me. Because that's Rolling real. Rolling down the shapewear? Yes, because that's real. That's <laughs> what it's really like. Like, when I see things that don't look real, like when I see things in movies, I'm like, that's not comfortable. We all know <laughs> that's not comfortable. Like, don't pretend like this is the greatest sex you've ever had in your life. We know that you don't like that. That's not, <laughs> that's not fun. That's not fun. It's not doesn't feel good. You're just making this Yeah, up. but she still liked it, even though she had to get rolled out of her shapewear. I know. Like a cinnamon I know. roll. It was like the, yeah. <laughs> she, she was so turned on that she, like, <laughs> didn't care that she had to, like, pop out, like, a Pillsbury. Cinnamon roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, because that's real. That yeah. seems real. I like that. Um. Well, that's what I thought of the towel that didn't fit all the way around. And then, it was super annoying. And then there's like a scene where she has to like show her that she doesn't have electronics on when she's in a high stakes card game. And the men in the room were all like, at first they were like, oh, she's not that attractive. And then when she. Yeah, because they oh, like shows, the... then, then she's, they're all like, oh, she's actually super attractive. Well, that's just this idea that, like, they see the the boobs or whatever, and, like, suddenly she's attractive. That's how I read it. Well, maybe you ought to, maybe you ought to think about that a little bit. <laughs> Go play high-stakes poker games where I need to, like, show the goods? Yep. Yeah. Or just show the goods more. Um... So there's, um, later on the, in the novel, we, we mentioned this. She squinted up at him. You got in a bar fight? Why is that a surprise? Did she think he was boring as well? Sounds messy. I mean. What's well, wrong why, with that? The men all have to fight. Well, it's not like you were never in a fight. In what your does that life? have to do with me? What does this have to do with Well, me? don't you think men just get in a lot of fights when they're young and stupid? A lot of men. Not all men, of course, but a lot of them do. Like, I've never even been tempted to fight someone or hit someone. Yeah, but why is it part of a romance novel? 
That's oh, what's like, interesting. Is it like that testosterone thing? I think women right? like it. There's something. Why, why don't you just, why don't you tell me why it's in there? You're the resident expert. Tell me, how many, how many romance novels have men in fights? Well, I never noticed, to be honest, how many have men in well, fights. Well, almost all the ones that we've, like, been, we've read. Like, like Pride and Prejudice? No. Um, but the others, is there any that haven't had a fight? They all pretty much have fights. Well, I don't know if uh, Mortman had a fight. Mortman, the, remember the guy in the coal mine? Oh, yeah. What about... um? Reef, Nora. I don't think he got in a fight. You could you get the sense there was, he could fight, but there were, I don't think there was ever a situation where he fought in the novel or recounted a fight even. I don't think there was. But you know, I was it's interesting because I was listening to a podcast about like the canon of romance, doing a little research, and they were arguing about whether Nora belonged in the canon. And someone said that she didn't. Oh my god! Which for me is like crazy because like Nora, you know, is like without Nora, I I don't even know if I would have read romance. I probably would have because I've always liked romance. But and it was about her hero being different. That was what one of the main arguments for her being in the canon was that her heroes were different from typical heroes in novels. Hmm. Okay, well, I've read one, Nora, in my life. I know, so you'll have, have to read no more. Idea. But anyway, that's beside the point. But I don't think she did. But yeah, there's a lot of She fighting. just seems like a masterful writer is all. Like, she doesn't have a spare Well, they actually really. said that. Or, like, plot. Because points. their definition she for. She definitely, like, plots out what she's doing. Their definition for canon was, like, you can see people write, like, like, you can see their influence on other writers was part of their definition. Mm-hmm. And they said they can't think of a writer who writes like Nora. She is good. I mean, she's very. But that's good. actually kind of what she, I thought. Maybe is she that she keeps it light, though. That's the thing. She keeps it kind of light, and well, but they're like fighting. The villains fight. are not super complex. Well, you have only read one, so you'll have to read additional. Yeah, that's true. You know, I told you there's like a whole vampire, witches, all kinds of stuff going on that we're going to get into. Yeah. But I've taken us far away from the novel for today with that. Yeah. There's plenty to spare in this novel. This is not a Nora. There's a lot of telling. You keep saying that. This wasn't nearly as much telling as the one last week. Mm. Well, I don't know. Here's the thing. It was telling on all the things that had to do with their emotional makeup leading to the romance. Okay. It was very telling on that instead of showing that, which to me yeah. almost takes it out of the romance category because that's what I'm reading this for is, and I assume most people are reading it for the romance. Yeah, I would agree. This one was light on romance. Well, It I was mean, more concerned with the crime. Like so it was more so here's concerned a with the caper. She'd felt so free all alone in her apartment on her own. She'd pick up the phone multiple times those first couple of months to call Emmy, but something had always stopped her. Like her brain couldn't fathom letting even a good part of her, even a good part from her past into her life. This is just a lot of like telling or like 
But I mean, how she wouldn't have been able to, that she had to tell us the yes, backstory. Yes, perhaps, and then it goes on. I mean, it goes on and on. Yes, perhaps it had been guilt that had that had her sending money to Emmy's family. I shouldn't have done that. She managed. You're damn right. You should have known better than anyone how much that sort of thing hurts. After Sejal Sejal did it to you, if. Mira hadn't been sitting, she would have taken a step back. As it was, she flinched. Emmy continued to speak, but it turned into a bunch of babble in her ears. No, she'd spent the time mad and betrayed by her sister, and then she'd done the exact same thing, ghosted Emmy, grew distant with her aunt, anything to forget her childhood and her father. It's like all this stuff. Well, it's, it's just her like, interior mind. But it's one after like another Us understanding her interior self. But it doesn't come out in, in the way she shows it. it you have to tell all of this okay but i mean we have to just know it like it's not the point that's the past that's the backstory well tell me this yeah wouldn't it have been better to tell a little backstory about growing up in a crime family and then how she managed to get out that would be a better way to do this novel is like growing up in a crime family that would be interesting I'd love to read that. But that wasn't the and then, point. The point is to get her together with the lead. Mortman would have done it that way. Well, Mortman would write for 800 pages. We wouldn't have been able to finish this book in two hours if it was Mortman. I know. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Every novel can't be 800 pages and take us across the decades. This novel was like three days. Well, uh, with if backstory. you're going to call yourself a romance novel, focus on the romance. That's my point. I mean, but I mean, you want to have something. This was different. This plot was different. It just sort of felt like, okay, she's cold because she's got emotional problems from her family life. And they had to give something to him. So they gave him like an alcoholism, which I'm not sure was like, I don't know. I'm not sure that that was... Yeah, did he need anything? Like, they they didn't been, need anything, but he, he I guess didn't really need that. I guess she decided they needed balance, so she was going to give him yeah, something. Yeah, maybe, but like maybe a little to... less than what she got than what. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, he had like a really great family, family yeah. like. So I yeah maybe that's why yeah I would agree it didn't really necessarily add much actually mm-hmm. to the story. Yeah. All his sadness. So, so here's a quote that is. Emmy, her friend, speaking. Um, yeah. She says, whether it's with Naveen or someone else, for future reference, if you have to hide parts of you that make you you, it's probably not going to work out. That was underlined by a lot of people in addition to yeah, what I highlighted. Well, I think that's true. I mean, I think that is the essential. I think that's what they're trying to say is like she hit it, but now it's all out in the open. So now she can love because. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like the like kernel of truth in every romance novel is that they only fall in love when they reveal who they really are because everybody has something they don't want people to know. And I don't think there's a novel where you don't have to reveal something and it it makes. Do you think that's true? Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, it doesn't mean that you always show everything right immediately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think for real love that that's true. I've always said that. I think vulnerability and being able to be vulnerable 
with someone. My mother always said complementary pathologies. I mean, I think it's true. Yeah. A little literary reference, The Three Musketeers. Oh, yeah. Portos to my Athos, and then another, then Wyatt was the third. Yeah. Um, Steve Wyatt was muscular like a wrestler. Oh, yeah, I know. I saw Described that. Described like thought, a wrestler. Yeah, I, I thought, like, oh, oh, good. That's nice. a nice um, up a wrestler. That's comparison for you right yeah. there. And then the third is Aramis. Yeah. Did you read Three Musketeers? No, never did. Should have. I wonder if that's. I like definitely that. owned it and picked it up a bunch of times, but never. Is that read an anything. adventure novel? Yeah. It's French, right? Yeah. Haven't you at least seen the movie? Mm. Yeah, like a movie came out when we were youngish. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I did. Regular stores don't really carry my size. She sat down on the edge of the bed next to him, holding the panties he'd bought. Yeah, that's I why I said I was. I tried looking for bras for you, but. <laughs> yeah see but that's like a little romantic moment he like went out and bought that stuff for her and he tried to get her what she needed and that's yeah. nice because mm -hmm. he's like a nice guy yeah so of all the romantic reads that we've read lead men that we've read which one is the most attractive to you most attractive yeah as like well we know that Women care about some mixture of physical and emotional and probably intelligence, like just attractive in general. Hmm. St. Vincent, top <laughs> the rake. I'm trying to like go through. Um, Lord St. Vincent. It's hard to choose between the first three. First three. Like Matthew, Matthew. from the Reef. Yeah. Um, Stephen from the Wild Rose. Ooh, Stephen, yeah. And St. Vincent. I mean, I because I would have liked Sam from the marriage game, but he was like a whole corporate raider with like downsizing companies and stuff. But why would you have liked him? I mean, he was fun. <laughs> hmm, interesting, interesting. I mean, definitely not Mr. Darcy. Well, Darcy's rich. You okay, money want... does not mean attractive. He's he's got ten thousand pounds a year. <laughs> he doesn't even talk. Like <laughs> Sam had the banter down. Uh, um, last week's guy, he wasn't really for me. The pro ball player, definitely not. Oh, I always forget about him. No, he didn't seem. He didn't do. Oral sex. So he did He's so, out. Oh, He's off the he list. <laughs> um, and then, like, who did we read before Pride and Prejudice? Um, oh, that was might have been. No, that wasn't the marriage game. Mm -mm. So I do feel like the first three had the the leg up. Mm. This guy was pretty good, but we just don't really know enough about him. I I felt like we didn't. Like, he was nice, and, like, I heard read a critique online where they were like, he seemed too perfect. I didn't think he seemed too perfect. Mm -hmm. He was pretty good, but he just, you're right, like, the romance was a little bit lacking, so we didn't get to see as much of how he would be as a so you romantic partner. You don't, 
you don't have one favorite? I don't think I have a favorite. I mean, do you have a favorite? A favorite male lead? <laughs> <laughs> Which one seemed most That I was like, to? oh, he's oh, so Oh, how did I forget Reed Sutherland? Oh, and Dr. River Pena. Right. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's impossible to choose. I forgot about Reed Sutherland. I think he's my favorite. Which one is that? Love lettering. The math guy. Oh, my God. And he, like helped her like even when she was like on her period and stuff he's like so <laughs> nice to her and he i liked him too i like all of them i have to say huh yeah dr river pena <laughs> um interesting um here's a quote he may have been a great friend to Sunil and a good brother to Rhea, but he was a shitty father to you, and you can grieve the father he wasn't and miss the parts of him you loved and hate how he took advantage of you. All those feelings are valid, Myra. little on the nose, but, but I you mean, get it. He's validating her feelings. Yeah, see, and that's romantic. Okay. I'm always telling you to just validate my feelings. Is that what I, you're always telling yeah, me to do? Yeah, I'm like, I don't need you to tell me why it's not. Just, yep, it's good. Feel that way. All right. Panic, but panic in the same room as me, and then actually talk to me. Yeah, I mean, that's good. I like it. Yeah, that's obviously Naveen saying that. To... um. Right. Amira. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, because obviously, like, are we going to tell the man to panic and panic in the same room as me? We should. Yeah. But that's not what we have in these. So after they sleep together, she he bears his soul and says, I really like you. I think we should start seeing each other again. And she is cold and shuts him down. And then this is this is what the author decides to write. He drew away physically but also emotionally. That's what I'm talking about, that kind of thing. Like, well, show, us, show us that he's drawing away emotionally. Why do you have to well, say... all you have to do is say he rolled over to his side of the bed or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we know what that means. Like, well, you know. One would think, right? So There was, there was a little bit of that. That's, that's my main... Yeah, like, trust that the reader is going to see that through what happened. Like, I, I don't, as much with the backstory, they had to get it in there. That wasn't the focus of the novel, but we have to know it mm -hmm. to understand the events of the novel. Yeah. Um, but with stuff like that, yeah. Just let it, let it be. Let people see it. Yeah. Whatever action you're taking. This is Emmy. So she's, like, super. Of course. She's, like, the cool one. Well, she's, like. Wise, wise. and cool, even though she's, like, a criminal, too. Um, whatever action you're taking, take it towards something you want instead of running away from something you don't. You might get better results. You didn't like that? Well, I mean, it's a little, little much. Well, it's the whole point for her. She needed to hear that. Our heroine mm -hmm. was always running away. Yeah. Um, this is... Um, uh, 
I guess this is uh, Mira. That's fine with me. She sank to her knees and pushed the fabric down at the same time, and he stepped out of it. His erection was thick and weighty, and she took a second to admire it and traced the vein that traveled down its length. His hand fisted it. So we're it. on this portion what of is, the... What is his hand fisted it? Is it like he took it in his own hand? <laughs> And she lowered her head to taste what he offered. Did you did you enjoy that scene? Did you think that oh that was good? I mean, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, so these scenes did not do it for you, huh? They were not satisfying to you. Oh, they were fine. I mean, <laughs> you know. Um, I thought it was funny. I have to say, unlike the, you know, I do like the the shapewear, but um, I did like that they were talking to each other, and she said, call me a good girl again, and he was like, I'm going to call you again, and he just, they're like having like this weird sex banter. That was kind of funny. Um, how did he remember she preferred light touches to rough ones? Had he tucked that information away in his massive brain? That's not the only thing that's massive. <laughs> Heh. That's actually, it was written that way. Right, well, that's like something you would say. <laughs> well, so, um, I mean, uh, this wasn't, I mean, as far as sex scenes go, this wasn't like a bad sex scene. That's you what I thought. you made it out to be like you were like, just horrified by this, the, by the... I wasn't horrified by By the it. prospect of, of having to talk it. about it yes, on a podcast. Yes, of reading and judging, yes. Judging? What, what's there to judge? I don't know. You know, this whole project is about me, like, having you read romance novels, which I've always tried to hide from you. Um, well, I'm trying to figure out what romance is. I, I and so know. This is this is the one where we need to talk about... What role sex has to play with romance? Because what's interesting is she is first and foremost on her bio, considered or whatever wiki bio I found, an erotica author. As you already said once, but well, this is not like I'm this telling is you, not, she's but, moving into But you more also mainstream. theorized that she has fans who probably wanted to see from some of the critiques I read. Like I do think that that they would expect more of that than what she. So, I mean, and you even you would say Nora's old fashioned, so that's why she doesn't show very much. Although. Oh yeah, I mean, there she, like, she she shows some stuff, but modern is way more. Like this is much more like explicit. Like she Nora is not naming the the penis or having <laughs> you're like, having trouble saying it yourself. Trace the vein. They're not. She's not doing that. Yeah, like she's just not. Like she might have a line or two that references what they're doing Mm -hmm. but that's the end of it for her Mm -hmm. this is like you can actually imagine the scene Mm -hmm. of what is happening and it is very specific Mm -hmm. so it's different and a lot of modern romance novelists write like this Mm. so my question is 
this is a part of romance, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't disagree, would you? No, I wouldn't. Right, yeah. So I'm wondering if, uh, is the balance, I mean, do you think that the balance is, is right in this? I don't think it's untrue. I mean, I think that, don't you think, like, that's part of it? I mean, relationships, like, he's always looking at her and being like, oh, and thinking about, you know, getting busy. She's always looking at him, thinking about getting busy. And then they finally do mm -hmm. when they have a moment alone. They've yeah. been wanting to all day mm -hmm. that they've been together. They've been fighting it. And then they finally do. Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem out of balance. Again, this one was more concerned with Caper, so there wasn't a lot of romance. Hmm. But I don't, I mean. Hmm. You think it is out of balance? Well, um, I, it's just a, an interesting question for me. For me, does there need to be the sexual tension from the get-go? Does that need to play throughout the novel in every chapter of the novel? Um, because I'll tell you, it's it certainly is not in Mortman. Well, I mean, they're There's not even together, tension. right? The sexual tension. Well, and they only saw each other when they were seven and nine before they were like grown ups, and then right. once they were grown ups, it was there, right? But theirs was like, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, that was I'm a very different I'm not even sure the novel. reef was, it wasn't, the sexual tension was not in every chapter of the reef. There were chapters where they were doing their own things. You know, Matthew was up doing his Northeast yeah, and she was stuff doing and she was doing her research. And, and there was action. Um, certainly wasn't in Bromance Book Club, but that's kind of like a weird romance novel because they're married. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was about her being frustrated that it wasn't working. Yeah. It's not there. I mean, maybe it's, is River Pena, is it there always? Yeah, from Pena? the jump, from the very beginning. From the jump. <laughs> <laughs> from the beginning. Well, I do think. Certainly not there point. in Pride and Prejudice. Okay, but that one had like none at all. Zero, zip, zilt. So that's my that's that's an why it wasn't question. even like it didn't feel like romance. It didn't, huh? No, because they didn't even know each other. Like they didn't even seem to want each other. They just said they did, and we're supposed to believe it. It's a modern convention. This sexual tension it really is. I don't. I mean, it doesn't have to be as because it's not as overt in all novels. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like this one was very clearly. From the beginning, they right. were like imagining each other. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be that much, but it has to be present. If it's not, then what is it? It's it. It's it. It's not necessarily a romantic pull. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I it, in real life, that's not how it works. But I guess that's what makes it a romance novel. It, so my question is, I guess. Does a romance novel have to have that sexual tension throughout? And I would say no. I would say it's not true in The Reef, and you say Nora's in the canon. 
you just had a whole yeah but i don't think it wasn't in it they it wasn't like what it is in this one but it was always there was like an underlying awareness of each other now there were scenes where it wasn't there because they weren't even together and they were doing other things and they had all this stuff going on but there was an awareness of each other whenever they were together that hinted it wasn't again as overt as this as explicit as this one mm-hmm. I mean maybe not I don't know I mean maybe not well you know uh, sex cells and in this day and age They've commodified all sorts of marketing and for products with sex. And I just wonder if, I mean, you got to think if we're going from just the reef, when was that published, 90s, mm-hmm. to today where it's much more sexualized, if that's just not an effect of like the culture where we are like and then you say pride and prejudice had no sexual tension well it didn't i mean not well you know lydia's dress was torn and so okay. there, there okay. is but some in the main in some the main scholars believe some scholars no... believe that that was you know she got the third base is what scholars <laughs> believe <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be as much as it is in these novels. I agree. It's like very like overly. Well, it's um, almost like this one. And I think this is important because in this one, it's almost like the romance takes a backseat. I, I want to change the categories. I want to or distinguish the categories. There is. And maybe it's more like a Venn diagram, but there is. There is sex, there is romance, and then there's, like, sexual tension within the romance. Yeah. But sexual tension can be outside of romance. It can Mm -hmm. be not not very romantic. And romance can happen without sexual tension. Can it? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it has to be tension, but there has... Don't you think there has to be some element... Of desire in romance. Yeah, but in real life, I mean, even a 20-year-old kid with a ton of testosterone coursing through his blood would not be thinking about sex literally every minute of every day. Like, there would be moments when you'd be with somebody who you're romantically interested in who you're not thinking (laughs) about getting in their pants. Maybe once. You think a 20-year-old, is there really much much of those moments where they're not thinking about it? (laughs) What's that supposed to mean? I mean, at 20. I was very romantic back in high school. You were. You were so sweet. But don't you think that was leading in that direction? That was just, uh, the, the whole thing was to just get in your pants. <laughs> was that what it was? And then once you are there, you're like, do away with these trappings of romance. This is the real romance. No. No? Well, I think that. I mean, I'm not saying that that's what you thought. But, like, there's a lot of different things that are romantic. But they're not 
there's an element. It doesn't have to be sex. It might just be making out. It might be like being close, like touching, you know, like most erogenous part of your body is your mind. Is that really true? It's a hundred percent true. hundred percent true. Is it your mind? Absolutely. It's highly stimulating. Stimulating toward? Yeah, of course. You have to... We are not... We're not animals. No. There are reasons engaged even when we're in romantic situations. But isn't the idea that you can, like, lose your reason because you're so into it and you can let go of a lot of your the things that your mind tells you are but not you okay. look at pride and prejudice and all the way back to the greeks you know their members were very small on those statues because it was considered it was considered like ugly or or sort of barbaric to be controlled by your passions yeah, but no, you don't have to be controlled by your passions to want to. Well, you have were just saying if you realize, if your like, passions take over and you can't engage your reason, that's what you were just saying. But it's only when all these other things are around. The it. classical like, tradition would say that that is bad. That your reason needs to be. You need to have right reason. But in engaged. modern, I feel like. Your reason is still there and you're all of these things in the world. But in these moments when you're with the right person, you can like let that go. I mean, is it possible? I don't know. But in books, I feel like that's the idea. Mm-hmm. Like, and it usually only happens around things like, oh, and that's new. I mean, we might read some of the older romance novels and see the difference between what you have now and what you had then and the role of the man and the woman. It's pretty different. Um, but this idea, like he brought her these clothes, they were on this thing together. She had, I can't remember what she did to like open him up to her, but then like, I mean, she had already defended him against that bad guy and shot him, you know, like they were already together in this moment and they had been doing these things. It wasn't like, it just was like, they saw each other on the street and they just like, Bam. I mean, there were still, even in this novel, there's context. Bam. (laughs) Whoa. I mean, there's still a difference. Like, it wouldn't be bam, it would be bam. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Um, Well, I'm very interested in this argument that you're taking. I'm so surprised that you're not the one making this argument. Well, I, I'd like. I to mean, th- I'd like to think that there was there is more to it. Well, there is more. There's all the other things around it. So, sexual desire can only happen within the realm of romance. No, it can't. No, no, they can be separate, but it's only in the two coming together that you find your person. Yeah. Like, it, it, it has to be both. Mm-hmm. Because if it's just like, because like a lot of things that are kind of romantic, a friend could do. But you know what I think. I think that modern culture has told us that whatever our feelings are, our passions are, 
is correct. But and we like, should just go on. But in we this should novel, just pursue we should pursue whatever our passions. But in this are. novel the woman like constantly fights her passions, fights what she wants. That's like the whole story. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. Yeah, I I just I have a I have a hard time with the with the sense that like it shouldn't be an, an equal, like an equal yoke. Like you should, you should obviously want the sexual attraction part. Yeah, but I think it's a matter of emphasis. You know, like the the intellectual attraction should be just as strong. And yeah. I think I think what ends up happening is you de-emphasize the esoteric, and you over-emphasize the corporeal. Well, that's probably why, if I really think about it, I like the reef because they're, it's not necessarily intellectual, but they have like the shared passion for mm-hmm. the treasure and they're working together and they're doing these things together or love lettering with Reed Sutherland. He's like interested in how she sees the world first mm-hmm. before, even if they kind of like each other. It's not like it's like this explosion of hormones for them, but she, he's interested in what she's doing. Yeah. And he, she shows him another way mm-hmm. to be. And so that is probably why I like those more. Yeah. Than one like that emphasizes so much. Right. That you end up with like, what did they even like about each other? Right. You know? So it's not like I disagree. I'm just surprised that you don't think it's more important. I just think our, I think it's, like I said, sex has been so commodified, so used by, yeah, by marketers to get us to do things. But it's about that may or, may or may not be in our best interest. But these are romance novels. It is in their best interest. They're in love with each other. Well, you know, my favorite is still Pride and Prejudice. I know. So, I know. so I really, I have a hard time. Like, and maybe maybe for you it's like second nature, but for men, like, men have a wide variety of like women that they might be attracted to on any given day. Okay, yeah. And so, I think the differentiating factor for a lot of men, at least men who are like me, is that like you also have a psychic connection. But that's the point of romance novels. There is a psychic connection. There is a... So if that's the point, if that's the differentiator... They just also have sex in them. If that's the differentiator, you don't need to emphasize the sex. You need to emphasize the psychic connection is my point. Yeah, but I mean... Both... But it's it's the sex with the person that you have the psychic connection with. Right. I get it. Like, I get that women, their pleasure was not emphasized, mm-hmm. and so that's the reason why they're doing this. But maybe they've overcorrected. Would you, would you agree that there might be some overcorrection going on? I mean, maybe. Maybe. That's true. I could see that. Mm-hmm. But I would say that it's better to swing the other direction than to stay... You want a little extra erotica in your <laughs> romance novels? A little, little more erotica, a little less uh, intellectualism? 
Well, it's not. It's romance. It's it's love. It's feelings. It's not. It's not intellectual. Banging badonkadonks. That is not what they talked a lot about her ass in this. But I see. But that's how you talk. So like, I thought you would be like, "Yep, that's how. That's how it is." (laughs) (laughs) When you're not like reading Saint Augustine's Confessions, that is what you. That's the type of TV you watch. It's like. It's because there's nothing else on TV. What else jokes you make to me all the time? I also watch Antiques Roadshow. What do you mean? It's the kind of TV I watch. I mean, like, it's always sunny. Have, yeah, but that's not sexual. It's hardly sexual. It's making but it's fun like of jokes. sexual. it's like It's like talking about the booty and stuff. I mean, it was interesting that she was always talking about his or thinking about his in this. <laughs> that was interesting. You thought that was interesting? <laughs> well, unexpected, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, any, any final thoughts on this one? No, I guess I'm just interested that you're, I'm just really interested in how this is coming about, that you like your romance novels without sex. Well, I mean, it can be okay, but like I said, what are my favorite, what's my favorite sex scene so far? It's the the one that's unexpected. It's the one that has (laughs) irony in it and humor and like passion. So you don't like it when it's too serious. Well, it could be serious too, but I mean, it was serious. They were seriously wanting to be together. Yeah. But it was real. I like that. But it's like so horrifying as the woman in the shapewear having to roll out of it. Well, I mean, it it doesn't have to be. I mean, that was, it just surprised me. And then I liked it. It was funny. You know, um, I like I like the ones that feel real and that the characters feel formed, fully formed. Right. And and there is some uh, emotional resonance going on. Is what I like. So I mean, I think it's hard to do that. Yeah. Effectively. I agree. I think it is hard to do it well. That's so why there are certain that are certain novels that are great and some and a lot that are just entertaining. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you on that. All right. So for next week, yeah. then we are going to really step out of my comfort zone. We're going to read a novel called "The Dead Romantics." What by Ashley Poston, um, the New York Times romance novel reviewer. Named this her favorite romance novel of the year. It has a ghost in it. So we're really going to step out. I have never read anything by her. I have no idea what it's going to be about, but we're going to. That's going to be our first ghost novel. She did say that it is a novel for those who like their romance novels more literary. So, since you stand by Pride and Prejudice as your favorite, we're going to read The Dead Romantics. Okay. And see what it's about. Sounds good. So, next week. Uh, Emily Poston? Ashley. Ashley Poston. Poston. The Dead Romantics. Like my wife, Ashley. So, you can remember that. 